This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com and buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's Ham Radio with Neo Rap. Here we go. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Call in, let's talk. Neil's your guy. Ham Talk Live. Here we go on Ham Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Ham Talk Live. This time it's episode number 25, Youth and School Clubs, recorded live on Thursday, August 4th, 2016. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, I'm going solo. I'll take your calls about getting young people into ham radio and starting up a club in your local school. And uh, we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week on the show, Valerie Hotsfeld in V9L was here to talk about how to work those big-time de-expeditions and analyzing your logs. If you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. We're listed on iNet Radio, and we're also available on YouTube. Well, man, I tell you what, you take a few days off to go on vacation. Uh, just just got back uh, last night, late from a trip to Florida, and... The ham radio world just is is full of all kinds of things going on. So um, I tried to stay up with that as best I could while I was gone. But um, Hamvention has a, a new home now. Uh, they, if you haven't heard yet, um, they're moving to the Greene County Fairgrounds in Xenia, just east of Dayton. So we'll hear more about that later on. I haven't even had a chance to check that out myself. So uh, hopefully I can... Uh, Take a look at that soon, and uh, there's some uh, stuff running around out there uh, on the internet. Uh, I believe Jeff KE9V has some insights on that that I hope to read soon. Um, so, yeah, uh, new home for Hamvention, and um, coming up on Newsline tomorrow, actually, uh, it comes out tomorrow, um, I have an interview with Sam Rose, KC2LRC, who uh, he and Sterling Coffee in Zero SSC. Uh, were the first United States hams to attend the Youngsters on the Air uh, event over in Austria. So there's uh, that that just happened, um, and it's going to be featured on Newsline tomorrow, as well as the uh, story about Hamvention moving, and also the uh, Bill Pasternak Young Ham of the Year Award, sponsored by Amateur Radio Newsline. Uh, That was... uh, the winner of that was released this week, and so congratulations to Skyler, KD0WHB. Uh, he's from uh, the Denver area, 
and I've uh, met Skyler a couple of times, and uh, he's uh, a great uh, choice for that. Of course, I, w- I was kind of rooting for uh, for Ryan, uh, one of my students, uh, KD9DAB, because uh, he's done an awful lot of work and, and an awful lot uh, of stuff, and uh, there's just, just a lot of good candidates this year. Uh, but uh, Skyler's the winner of that, KD0WHB, so congratulations to him, and uh Hopefully we can uh, schedule a, a chance for him to be on the show here um, at some point. And so be sure to catch up on all that stuff uh, on Newsline tomorrow, Amateur Radio Newsline at arnewsline.org, or a repeater near you. Uh, there's a lot that's uh, happened this week. So if you want to catch up on news, that's a, a great way to do that. Okay, so uh, tonight, again, we're talking about kids. We, we've got the, the Young Ham of the Year thing, the Maxim Award winner. Oh, yeah, uh, I about forgot about the Maxim Award winner, uh, Chris, uh, over in uh, Westchester, Ohio. And let me pull up his call sign here because I forgot to write it down. Um, Chris Brault, KD8YVJ. He's 13 years old. And he and his dad are involved with the uh, Voice of America uh, group over there in Westchester, the Westchester Amateur Radio Club. So congratulations to him on winning the Hiram Percy Maxim Award. And again, that's going to be on Newsline tomorrow. So be sure to check that out. Okay. Um, so in the meantime, uh, we're talking uh, youth here tonight. All kinds of things going on. So get your questions ready to go. And uh, after the introduction, you can call us on Skype at the username HamTalkLive, or you can call us by telephone. Of course, that number is 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. You can also tweet your questions. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. So I'll be back um, to talk about youth and school clubs right after this word from the ham station right here on HamTalkLive. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by The Ham Station. For 35 years, The Ham Station has brought new and used radios, antennas, accessories, and equipment to the amateur radio community. Give Jeff or Dan a call at 1-800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com. Ham Station carries all the major brands like Icom, Yaesu, and Kenwood. Shop from a wide selection of radio scanners MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, Mirage and Ameritron amplifiers, Cushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online shopping and fast shipping are waiting for you at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. We all started out with nothing and still have most of it. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. The Ham Station has you covered for both your new and used equipment. Give Dan or Jeff a call at 800-729-4373 or visit hamstation.com. Be sure to listen to Ham Talk Live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. And be sure to check out our Facebook page and our Twitter feed. Just search for Ham Talk Live. We Try to put some links up there to some things and, and show what's uh, coming up in the future. So normally at this time, 
uh, I would be reading the biography of uh, tonight's guest. But since that's me, uh, I won't uh, bore you with all the details. The demo episode of the show, episode uh, number zero, uh, does a pretty good job of that. So I'll, I'll leave it up to that and uh, my, my QRZ page. Uh, you can check that out if you want. But the short version of the story is that I became licensed when I was five years old. Um, in fact, I just celebrated my 40th anniversary uh, a couple of weeks ago on July 17th. I was the youngest uh, ham radio operator in the world at that time. Since then, uh, those records have all been broken um, for novice, technician, general, and advanced. Uh, and so, you know, I don't have those records anymore, but uh, I've, I've stuck with it. Uh, I've been active uh, in ham radio that entire time, and I became a chemistry teacher and started a ham radio club at Harrison High School in Evansville, Indiana, where I was teaching. Um, and then when I moved here to Bloomington, Indiana, I restarted a club that had actually uh, been in existence back in the 40s and, and again in the, in the 70s uh, at Bloomington High School South in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, so um, we got that going again. And uh, I was lucky enough um, to be awarded the 2004 ARRL Professional Educator of the Year Award. And, you know, one of the things that I get asked uh, a lot is, how do you get kids interested in ham radio? You know, people will ask me, hey, you know, my son, my daughter, my grandchild, um, you know, I, I want to get them into ham radio. How do I do that? And so that's what tonight's show is, is about. Uh, I, I don't have all the answers, but, but I've got some, some ideas for you. Um, and I've got some information uh, that I can uh, give you. And then also a little bit about school clubs, uh, really uh, into the school club thing. And uh, so hopefully I can give you some ideas. Uh, a lot of times after the show, uh, I end up talking to the people who call in or uh, even the guests that are on, and they'll ask me about these things. And so there's been a lot of good conversation about this, but it's usually either before the show or after the show. Um, so I wanted to take tonight out to uh, focus uh, really on um, on youth and, and the school club thing. And uh, we're going to try to talk about the uh, Yoda event that we mentioned a while ago that Sam and... Uh, um, Sterling were able to go. Uh, that was actually sponsored uh, by IARU. Uh, it's Region 1. And uh, there's a group of people, uh, including them, uh, and uh, Ward Silver and, and Glenn Johnson, that are trying to uh, work to get that here in, in Region 2. So uh, we'll, we'll, see how, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but uh, that's the plan is, um, you know, in the near future to get that here in the United States as well. So uh, good luck to them, and maybe we'll, uh, we'll do a show just on that um, in the future. But uh, tonight, uh, again, it's about how to get you know, kids interested in ham radio. And rule number one um, in getting kids involved in ham radio is something that... Um, may seem a little counterintuitive. Uh, it may seem um, like the, the, the wrong way to go to, to start with, but this is something I learned very early on in doing a youth forum um, and bringing in 
some of the experts like Gordon West and Carol Perry and 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 you know listening to them and going to the instructors forum and the youth forum uh, and listening to Carol and going to the uh, ARL um, um, teacher educator um, professional development by Mark Spencer WASME and and they all pretty much have, have said the same thing and it's something that I have found with experience to be true and that is rule number one is you don't start out pushing the license exam. Kids are getting tested at school all the time, as it is. And if you want to get kids fired up about ham radio, it might work. But for a lot of kids, starting out with, hey, you get to study for something else, and you get to go take a test... It's probably not the best way to motivate them um, and introduce them into ham radio. So the, the big thing is get them hooked first. Um, and, and I spent an hour on the phone with uh, Deborah Johnson uh, here not long ago um, at ARL, and we'll talk a little bit more about what's happening uh, there. But I was talking about some of these things, and and, you know, we, we all kind of agree that's rule number one. You, you, you start out with getting them on the radio and showing them cool stuff and getting them involved with the radio, not, oh, here's a whole bunch of stuff to study and take a test. And so it may seem kind of, um, like I said, counterintuitive, but you want to start them out talking about wireless and technology and and how that stuff works and even if they don't get a license at least they know what ham radio is and if they understand what ham radio is they're going to be more likely to you know support ham radio when you know it's you know your homeowners association or you know, then they have to decide about antennas, or you're trying to put a station up in a club, or you know, a school club, uh, you know, up in a, a, a school, and, you know, you need permission to do that, and the principal, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, I learned about ham radio. So just because they don't get a license doesn't mean that they won't eventually. Uh, that happened with my dad. Um, he learned all about ham radio when he was in high school, and then he didn't get his license until a lot later on in life, and we ended up uh, doing that together. That's one of the ways that I did that at, at age five. So don't push the test first, okay? Get them on the radio, get them hooked, get them interested in the technology, and then they can be motivated by they want to do it themselves okay that's the big thing when you're young is you know i want to do this for myself i don't want to have to have somebody you know standing over me being a, a control operator they want to do it for themselves so um do that filling out qsl cards requires some knowledge you got to figure out what utc is you got to know what modes are and what rst is and and all those things and call signs and, and what call signs are. And so QSL cards can be a very valuable educational tool in teaching ham radio. 
um, and it gives them a reason to learn what's on the test. So that's rule number one. Don't push the test first, okay? Get them involved with it, and then now, you know, the test is available so that you can do this on your own. Here's how to do that. And hopefully they will. Uh, rule number two, make a sked. Uh, this is one that I learned the hard way. Uh, but rule number two is make a sked. Sitting there for an hour, spinning the knob, trying to find someone to contact is probably not real exciting to a, a, a child that's, you know, looking to get into ham radio, okay? Find someone and make a scheduled contact so that there's somebody on the other end that's going to be kid-friendly, that's going to talk about things that they like to talk about, okay? Don't, you know, I, I always joke that the three things in ham radio to talk about are the weather, gardens, and ailments, okay? Kids are probably not going to want to make small talk and talk about weather, gardens, and ailments. Um, so have them, you know, have somebody on there that can talk to them about what they're doing in school and what their, their interests are. Um, and most importantly, have someone there so that you're not spinning the knob for an hour trying to find someone to work because that's pretty boring, okay? So have somebody there ready to go. Um, a script a lot of times will help with mic fright, and that's why School Club Roundup has worked so well with our school club is that it's all scripted. It's all on a piece of paper. They fill in the blanks. We teach them how to fill in the blanks, and then after it's over, we teach them how to fill out the QSL card. So they're learning a lot of the things that are going to end up on the technician exam. So it, it pays off. Um, rule three, for school clubs, have some kind of faculty connection. You know, at Bloomington South, I'm a ham and I'm a teacher. And so I can serve both of those roles. I can be in contact with the kids and have a relationship with the kids. Um, but also, I, I have the contacts within the ham radio community and the equipment and the know-how. That isn't always going to happen in a school. So it's important that you have some kind of a familiar face. Maybe it's not a ham, but it's a teacher that's a familiar face that the kids can trust and, and be kind of a point of contact. And who knows, maybe you'll get that faculty member um, to be a ham after they see uh, you know what fun it is and, and what all you can do with it. So have a familiar face there. Um, kids are just a lot less likely to go to a club meeting or a test session in unfamiliar territory. Uh, I like to do testing sessions at school, so that way um, it's in familiar territory and they're more at ease. Teachers Institute at ARRL is a fabulous opportunity to teach teachers how to do ham radio. So if you can encourage people you know, that aren't even hams but teach and are interested in, in science and technology and that kind of thing, even if that's not the, their field of teaching, um, you know, get them interested in the ARL Teachers Institute. It's a great week, um, all kinds of resources you get to bring back, and all kinds of great information. So have that 
connection there, okay? And rule number four, don't do everything for them. Make it a learning opportunity whenever it's safe to do so. And this is something I struggled with is I wanted to just, oh, just give me the knob and I'll find, you know, somebody. Now, they need to turn the knob and find somebody. Or I'll just turn this up for you. No, they need to know where the volume knob is. They need to know where those things are. And so you use that as a teachable moment. You try to let them do as much as they can. I, I'm getting a lot better at this, but I, I try to really back off and say, okay, here is what needs to take place. Do it and give them a chance to try it. Give them a chance to figure it out. And then you can help them along the way. Um, so a good Elmer is just uh, a big, big, big thing. You know, have a good Elmer there that can communicate and and um, help out with those kinds of things. Now, um, as far as resources, you know, a lot of people will ask me, well, how in the world did you pass your test at age five? Well, uh, you know, back then they didn't have the questions and answers published even, so we had to make our own questions and answers. And so what my mom would do is she would type these up on little note cards. Uh, she'd type up a question and she'd type up an answer on, on separate note cards. And so I played kind of a matching game with it and matched the answer up with the question and then tried to understand, you know, why that answer was the right one for that question and kind of made a game into it. So the flashcard thing uh, really worked well for me. Uh, now those questions and answers are published. So you can do the same thing. You can have a flashcard that has the question on it, and then you know you have the possible answers, and you, you match up the question and the answer. So that's uh, how I did it at five years old, um, and, and it worked. So um, that's one suggestion that I would make. Um, and then, you know, a lot of people ask about resources because some of the license manuals, and especially in the past, haven't been real kid-friendly. They're, they're getting better, I believe. Um, but there are some other materials out there. Uh, one book that I uh, usually bring up, for, especially for the real younger crowd, you know, uh, the preteens and that kind of thing, um, there is a book called Ride the Airwaves with Alpha and Zulu, and Alpha is A-L-F-A instead of P-H-A. Um, Ride the Airwaves with Alpha and Zulu. John Abbott, K6YB, um, wrote this. Now, this was last updated in 2000, so it's 16 years old. It hasn't been updated for the new license exams, so it's not going to you know, be the only source that you want to use to prepare kids for the test. Um, it's still available on Amazon. If you go on Amazon, you can you can still find some and find some used ones even on there. Um, but, you know, just be warned, it is outdated, so, so the question pool has changed several times. But the principles are still there, so it's still good reading. And, of course, uh, a lot of kids, you know, they will just get on and take the online practice tests over and over again until they're getting a passing grade. And there's several of those. Some of our favorites are uh, Copacetic Flows, um, AA9PW, 
Um, we like the one on QRZ, but we found the randomization isn't quite as good as we'd like. You seem to get the same ones over and over again. It doesn't hit everything. Um, so I kind of steer uh, kids more toward the AA9PW one or uh, copacetic flows. And, of course, ham test online is a great resource, too. Now, it is a subscription-based uh, thing. You pay for it for a year. Uh, but it remembers which ones you get right, which ones you don't. It has explanations um, and has uh, a lot of good stuff there. So, you know, if you're interested in that, talk to Pi over at uh, hamtestonline.com. They're the ones that put out the Ham Radio Saves Lives bumper stickers and everything. Um, but that is a paid service. Uh, but it does have all the explanations in it. It learns you. It learns as you go. Uh, as you learn, and so that's a, a good resource, too. Um, one that I kind of forgot about is ICOM. ICOM has uh, the Adventures of Zack and Max comic books and coloring books, and that'll help with a lot of concepts and some terminology. Now, again, it's not question-answer, question-answer, question-answer. It's not kill-and-drill, uh, as we like to call it in the education world, uh, but it does have some of those... Um, concepts in there so check out the adventures of zach and max comic books it's on the icom website it's free um so just search icom um adventures of zach and max or icom um comic book and uh, there's some some good stuff there um for the younger crowd uh the license manuals are getting better of course the big two are, are gordon west and, and the arl um we kind of you know, have pushed the Gordon West book a little bit more, but the ARL book has kind of been rewritten, and so it's it's a little bit friendlier too. So, I, I think it's kind of a personal preference on uh, on those, but um, they're they're fairly friendly. They're not super kid friendly, but um, they're pretty easy. So if you pair it with some of these other things that I've talked about, that uh, could work. And, and by the way, the Bloomington High School South website uh, is caninesou.org. Um, the caninesou website has links to a lot of all of all this stuff. So um, if you're interested in that, you can you can go over there. Um, now, on the forefront here of um, things in the future, ARL is, is just announced in the last few months that they're developing a new curriculum um, and there's been a group that's already been working on some of this stuff. But they're pr trying to put together a, a complete curriculum for schools uh, to teach um, ham radio. So um, ARRL is working on that. It'll be interesting to see uh, what some of those things are. I've contributed a few things to that um, and done some consulting on it. But uh, it'll be interesting to see... Um, what they come up with for that, and I know they're looking for donations to um, fund some of that stuff. So um, the other thing at ARL is the Education and Technology Program grants. They have a station grant, so you can apply for a grant and get a complete station. You can get the radio, the power supply, the antenna, the coax, the connectors, you know, enough to get you on the air. Um, and then they have progress grants that you can apply for to add small items uh, as you go. Um, and those are um, evaluated uh, once a year. So you want to get your, your applications in for that. I believe the deadline for that is November 1st each year. Um, but, um, you know, if you've got a program that's willing to commit 
um, to that. Uh, that's a great way to get a station um, without having to uh, do all the, the fundraising and everything. And, of course, we need people to donate to those. Um, so that's available, and that's what we did at Bloomington South. Is we uh, got that grant in 2003, and then we've just slowly added things since then uh, with a lot of support from the ham radio community. So uh, that's another way to do that. Well, I could talk about this forever. Um, I'm already over time, and it's my own show. So I have no one to blame but myself. So we're going to take a break, and uh, I'm going to check um, the uh, chat room here and the um, Twitter, and we'll come back and take some of your calls after we pay a few bills uh, with this message from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978, bringing connectors, antennas, cables, and other parts to the world. Scott and Jill travel the country bringing their store to you at HamFest, but you can also order online at pl-259.com or by calling 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL259 and end connectors, audio cables, mobile antennas, and hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even in use on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics is a dealer for MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro Technologies. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812 Net Ham 1. That's 812 638 4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Thank you so much to Scott and Jill over at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show tonight so we can bring you Ham Talk Live. Tower Electronics have been huge supporters of our school club. Uh, they'll be at the Berryville, Virginia Ham Fest on Saturday. And uh, they've got Huntington, West Virginia coming up on August 13th and Lawrenceburg, Kentucky on the 14th. Or you can call them at 920-435-2973 or visit their website at pl-259.com. And if you tell them, you heard it on Ham Talk Live. They'll give you the same great deals as they give everybody else. Uh, be sure to listen every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And if you miss the show, you can download the podcast from the website and most popular podcasting websites. Well, it's time for your calls now. Uh, if you have a question, you can call 812-NET-HAM-1. 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us uh, at Ham Talk Live or tweet at Ham Talk Live. We can, you can also use the chat uh, feature on the on the um, Ham Talk Live um, Spreaker site here. And, boy, we've got a lot of, uh, of tweets and, uh, and chat messages here. And a shout-out to Troy over at uh, W9... Uh, GRS, Glenn Raymond School, in here again tonight. He's uh, come over and visited our school and, and used uh, some of our ideas over there and vice versa, so good to hear him. And uh, we've got Werner Vulcan here that's uh, 
Uh, got a question on he's actually calling right now so let's let's take that call good evening warner okay i'll try one there more time. we go uh, we've uh, tried a, a paradigm at our school to uh, get kids involved with ham radio but we didn't sell it as a ham radio program we sold it as a stem program to teach kids the skill on how to get involved uh, with uh, tracking satellites and then uh, as part of the program, we taught kids how to get their ham license. And that's worked for the last five years. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I'm talking about is you do something to get them going, to get them interested. And then you introduce the uh, testing part of it for the license. So, yeah, very good. And uh, I'm just reading your comments here. You've got 75 techs, 25 generals, 5 extra um, and some parents along the way too. So yeah, you're doing a great job out there, and uh, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Warner. Okay. Well, I just uh, wanted to share that because it's uh, it's a paradigm that's working, and we're teaching now other schools how to do that. And um, what's nice about it is that the kids are using this to leapfrog into STEM careers and get involved in some other cool stuff at the school. We have 25 after-school programs, and my tech general and extra class are only three of the 25 after school stem program so it's cool keep up the great work you're doing neil i just wanted to chime in with a thought if it helps somebody then that's great anybody's welcome to, if they wish they can email me and I'm, I'm okay on qrz and i can share more stuff if they're interested in more on that paradigm okay yeah very good and let me make sure we get your call sign out there it's wb6 raw wb6 raw and, That's right. Uh, yeah, whiskey very good. Six real American whiskey. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing, and and uh, it, it's working. Now, we haven't done so much with the satellite, but the, the idea is the same. You you get them involved in those kinds of things, and then um, and then introduce the the licensing. So very good. Thanks for calling in. You betcha. And speaking of the space station, uh, our school puts about twenty five experiments on the space station every year and we uh, teach other schools how to do that so that ties in well with uh, ham radio and of course the astronauts that are hams on board so anyway keep up the good work i'm sure there's other people who want to chime in all right thank you very much appreciate you uh taking the time to call in and yeah we've done some of that uh, as well so great job out there and uh, like to hear uh, that that's continuing good job all right take care all thank right you. you too all right. Well, sorry about the uh, technical problems there. Hopefully, we've we've got through that. Let me um, let me run over here to um, uh, Twitter. Got a couple of them about uh, about scouting. Um, any good instruction material uh, for teaching the radio merit badge from David WX4DMD. Um, and there's another one about uh, Cub Scout age kids, grades one through five from um, Scott Wiley, and uh, for the scouting, uh, first of all, I'd say um, take a listen to uh, the show that we did just a few weeks ago on scouting um, with uh, Will Jordan and uh, um, uh, Jim Davis that was on. Um, they had a lot of the resources on that, so... Um, uh, give a listen to that, and uh, 
and find that. But um, the, the scout material is pretty self-directed. The, there's a Radio Merit Badge book. And so as long as you follow that Radio Merit Badge book, um, that's um, uh, pretty well what you want to do. Now, um, you can supplement, you know, some things uh, with the uh, comic books, like I uh, mentioned that ICOM has that you can download for free, the Adventures of Zack and Max and Alpha and Zulu and, and some of those same things. Uh, but the Merit Badge book um, that's put out by the Boy Scouts uh, has a lot of that information in it. So I would suggest that you just uh, follow that. Um, that would be the best resource. And there, there's a few things out there uh, online too. But um, you know, again, I, I'd use kind of the same things that uh, that I was just talking about. Okay, let's see here. I'm trying to do this all solo this evening here, so I apologize for some of the technical problems. Um, but it's great that we've got several questions on here tonight. Okay, Twitter seems to be good. And, oh yeah, Troy uh, reminds me here uh, to mention the School Club Roundup. And, and uh, hopefully we're going to do a show right before School Club Roundup this year uh, just about School Club Roundup and how you can help out even if you're just on the air uh, during School Club Roundup week. But again, um, as I mentioned, um, School Club Roundup is a great springboard for um, getting things started because it's scripted. There's a script and it helps the kids get over the mic fright. They fill in the blanks with the um, things. It's a contesting type situation. And so there's just not a whole lot of um, small talk that they have to make. Uh, so that's um, that's something that, that you want to check into. School Club Roundup, um, check that out on the ARRL website. Um, there's uh, a, a lot of information up there. But uh, it's a great demonstration tool also that uh, you know kids see other kids uh, getting on the air at school and making those contacts, um, even though they're quick, um, it, it gives them some interest and provides some competition, too. Uh, competition has been a big motivator for us. So uh, things like School Club Roundup, and then we just started doing uh, CQ Worldwide here uh, in the last year. Um, some of that competition um, definitely helps. So... Um, okay, I'm trying to read all these messages here, and, um, okay, yeah, seeing some people telling me that the, uh, Skype wasn't coming through right, and that was entirely my fault, so I will take the blame on that. Let me check and see if we have any other, uh, messages here. Again, uh, you can give us a call, 812-NET-HAM-1, we have a couple of minutes left, 812 net ham one or Skype us at Ham Talk Live, or you can tweet at Ham Talk Live, or you can even type in the uh, little chat box here. We haven't had too many people doing that, but uh, we do tonight, so we appreciate that. Um, Any way that you can interact with us is great. 812 net ham one is the phone number if you have any other questions about that. Otherwise, we're going to wrap things up here in just about a minute. So. Uh, if you have anything that you quickly want to get in here. Um, you know, also there's there's a lot of um, 
scholarship opportunities that you know looks great on a resume, all that kind of thing. Um, so we always uh, encourage kids to to do that too. So um, you know, as a, as a you know another reason to do uh, ham radio is to um, to show some proficiency and get as uh, Werner was saying into some of these science and technology, engineering and math uh, fields to gain some expertise on that. And you put that on a on a resume, that's going to help set you aside from everyone else. So that's always a, a good way to go. Okay, I, I see we do have another call here, but unfortunately I'm out of time this evening. Um, so I would, I would love to do that. And, and if you want, I can... Uh, I can stick around after the show and uh, and take your call. So if you want to, give me a call back here um, as soon as the show's over, and, and we can do that. But uh, it is time to go for right now. So uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and thank everybody for participating um, this evening. It's uh, great when people can call in and tweet in, message in. Uh, but that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Uh, thanks to everybody listening, and next Thursday night at 9 p.m., Tony Tolbert, W9AMT, uh, the public relations liaison for Hoosier DMR, will be here to fill us in on DMR, Digital Mobile Radio. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. So for now, this is WB9VPG Neil Rapp saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Don't, 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 don't,